0: busy work last year. You know, the repetitive little tasks.
1: And we are back. We are back with another episode of Conversion Code Podcast. I am your host, Travis Halverson, joined with my co-host, Ryan Netter. And we are with the lovely Nikki.
0: What's up, guys?
1: <laughs> Nikki, introduce yourself again, if you would, please.
0: Yes, my name is Nikki Pice. I work as the inside sales agent over our team. Inside um,
1: sales lead. Director, I'm making I'm the director. Director of Inside Sales. Director of Inside <laughs> Sales. <laughs> right. I'm yes. the director of Inside Sales. her the sales. fucking title. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> That's what I like. Good, appreciate good, good. That. Well, Thank hey, you. I appreciate you having you back here. This is awesome and exciting as always. And the fact that you are moving to Myrtle Beach, so our team will like you even more. So.
0: Dun-da-da-dun. Dun-da-da-dun. Dun-da-da-dun.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we're really excited to have you, so, you. Um, but today we are actually going to talk about some other stuff regarding, not just inside sales in general, but talk about systems and technology and stuff and leveraging out a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. um, I know Ryan has some questions already formulated for you, so if you would be so kind. Yeah,
2: so we, guys, we dove into a lot of the techniques you know, and different things. We want to be able to give you some action items when leaving here. But now diving into... Where do you do this all, right? And I think that's getting into the the conversation around, you know, CRMs, customer relationship management systems that we've already talked about a little bit in our last couple episodes. Um, But what I wanted to do is I love diving into understanding where Nikki was and what systems she used to use. And now kind of coming into our world and our team and the environment we're building and the systems that we're now using. Um, So, Nick, if you could take us through a little bit of, you know, the the CRM that you used to be in, um, you know, nothing against it, but just understanding the you know, um the techniques that you were able to dive into using that system or also what made you frustrated when using that system mm-hmm. that you weren't able to do and maybe you know, sometimes I think with, with our CRMs we, we hit a ceiling, you know, and we don't allow systems to understand. Like we need to see everything and understand everything and be able to filter things out mm-hmm. when mass when when learning how to mass convert. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? True. So
0: in short, it's like uh archaic versus new age. That's yeah. how my whole C R M was to now. Um, I started with brevity Again, we're not shaming brevity Yeah. Um, brevity is great for what what I needed it to be at that time. Of course. Um, but coming to follow-up What got boss, you here
1: won't necessarily get you there, though. Period. There, hey. there it is. There it is. <laughs> okay, go off.
0: Um, no, the follow-up boss was, like, everything that I wanted to happen as an ISA. Yep. Um, and then also, like, we had more systems in place on this team than the team that I had came from, um, which just allowed me to to really take off faster. Yeah. To Clear picture.
1: Of what yes. You're
0: supposed to be doing. Yes. And I like the main differences that I saw in brevity versus follow up boss was that with brevity it was very much um you had to set every single task. If somebody looked at a house, there was no way for you to know. So if your task was not set for two weeks out, you
1: had a dashboard, and you had to like click on. You had to click on it every time mm-hmm. just to see it. You wouldn't be notified. It exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. And then, and then, in addition to not knowing like whether they were looking or what they were looking at, that was a market where homes were flying yeah, can, yeah, quicker. Yeah, you needed it quicker, I needed guys. It. That's
2: huge. I think yes. that's a huge thing think about that, that we come out of <laughs> is that it was just it was a lot easier not having to die, like dive deep and look for you know information within the CRM. Mm-hmm. yeah no
0: no no you're right because the thing is like what i had said in the last podcast is that i was over following up with people yeah. because i was terrified mm-hmm. that something was going to change and i had no way of seeing exactly. it in my previous system
1: and the cool thing about it is and john chaplock says it great is i could put a fucking sign in the yard and the house would sell like mm-hmm. that's it was mm-hmm. an easy game 20 that's months true. ago is completely different ball game and mm-hmm. the thing is that you're saying you're afraid of over over communicating Mm -hmm. which is a lot of times people don't aren't really aware of and ryan speaks to it a lot and it's like hey when you're going to talk to someone you make sure you talk with purpose you make sure you know what you're saying and when you're saying it with the targeted Mm -hmm. targeted follow-up so Mm -hmm.
0: and then the thing that i also liked about follow-up boss um was like partnered with canary which is will be to
2: connect convert close as ryan says to come
0: this system, which everyone will know about, but literally it changed. It changed my whole ISA world. to come. World. It's
1: to come.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Get I it. just said canaries <laughs> to come. You guys are all going to hear about it more. That's why I said it earlier and I didn't mean it. Like Sorry, Nikki. Okay. <laughs> Nikki's like, I fucking hate you guys. <laughs>
0: Um, the system the system with follow up boss with canary is like the level of automation that can take place in comparison the that's, auto plans and brevity just don't cut it they yeah. just don't and when you put canary over follow up boss it's like the mega system of what you need to be able to keep up with your leads well mm-hmm. guys
2: diving into the technology sometimes you have to look at we've all looked at we the all in one and that's where in in real estate it's like I don't want to you know log into this system log into this system log into that system but guys when you look at the all in one sometimes that's where nikki's saying she was just so caught up into all the only things i could use is what was here what's yeah. amazing about an open api and integration with other platforms that ball boss has allowed for all different services to be able to plug into the crm mm-hmm. is that because hey if you're not tied to that like you can use this right mm-hmm. if you're not tied to this you can use that and try different things that are going to work for you and i think you diving into the canary system with the amount of automation is what we're learning that
0: Well, what you just said made me think of, like, diving into those automations. I came from a team where the expectation was two leads a day was where you wanted to be. And when I came on this team, the expectation was three leads a day. And I thought, how am I going to do that? I'm confident in my skill, but how is that going to happen? The level of time that this frees up, having the system Mm -hmm. in place. I mean, there's three, four, five appointments that I can set in a day, which is, like, a world that I thought was impossible before this. The
1: funny story about that, and I'll talk about it a little bit, but is – when Gigi, Gigi, for instance, when I first came on and took over as ISA lead and I told him I was like, All right guys, I need you to set one appointment today. Just one appointment a day for an entire month. They did it. They crushed it. They were setting two a day. But I mean like they were really setting one a day. That that's what their expectations were. Mm-hmm. And I told him we brought it in a month later and I was like, All right guys, we set one a day for this entire month. Our new goal is now two a month. Okay, we did that for like two months, three months straight. That was the goal between me, Sarah, Gigi, and Madison at the time. And then we went deeper on it and I was like, All right, guys, we know what we need to do every single day. Mm-hmm. That we're now that you guys understand Canary and you've implemented it in your system and you guys understand the process and the follow-up and stuff, I said three a day is where we need to be. I always say shoot for the moon, fall in the stars, like, that you're going to be fine. Yeah. Like, that's really the mindset you need to have. And yeah. you've adopted it very well. And it's something that you can come into
2: because, as you said, you were like, I'm not going to set three a day. I don't, I'm just kidding. I, I don't even about
1: burn beach. Yeah. How <laughs> yeah, am I supposed to know this place? So, no, keep going.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, um. No, I mean, so, I keep going on it. Like, what like we would explain a lot guys canary what we like to explain is is that it's a you know a process and a concept to understanding the next step right and a lot of these crms allow you to have a streamlined next step right when mm-hmm. happening and like not being just just random with your actions oh yeah. i know this needs to be done well instead of like the consi- when we're saying consistency that means you're you know applying the same text message text message template the same email template the same kind of like the phone call you know um What is it?
0: Follow-up. Follow-up
2: in in a cadence with each other. Mm -hmm. And you're keeping that consistent, like you're saying, you built into. So, Nikki, just, again, diving back into these systems, the automation with Canary, what is it that continued to allow you, um, you know...
0: Yeah, no, what to see what I've seen like having Canary now is that I genuinely feel like if I would have had canary with Brivity, I probably wouldn't have sour feelings towards Brivity. Yeah. Yeah. I think that canary made me have more confidence in taking over a CRM. And if it could be implemented over all CRMs, then everybody would be in a better position. And yeah. and not only not only Canary, but what we have like with our um there are systems in place. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna talk about why Lopo, but yeah, absolutely. but why yeah. Lopo right. I love y Lopo. I mean that changed <laughs> that was a huge game changer yeah. because Y Lopo gave me the opportunity where. You know, instead of just having, like, leads that are looking at things, I'm getting the alerts for what they're doing. Dude, even a but text
1: message alert, it's fucking it wild. Runs,
0: it runs systems where, based on what they are looking at, it will automatically create a smart search around it. You yeah. can leave that search alone and then separately create something according to the conversation you had exactly. with them and say, okay, well, this is what you wanted for this area, according to our conversation, but the brevity didn't have that.
1: Yeah, and to even build off of what Ryan was talking about, because he was saying, like, when you're doing the follow-up and you're doing the cadence and you have the systems and processes in place around it. And Mm -hmm. I remember Ryan came in, he wasn't even on the Canary team yet or even like helping me with it at the time. He just came in as like my Lopo rep and he was like, dude, why don't you add this into your text message at the end? And the cool thing with Lopo, it allows you to just not just drip the text via email, you can Mm -hmm. drip it via text. Like you can put that link into a text message. Mm -hmm. And he's like, dude, implement this, which has now become a staple of like Canary. You know what I mean? Like that's something that we really believe in. And Mm -hmm. that type of stuff is like, Really been a game changer for just honestly all of all of Livian, especially for the people that are actually doing the follow up and the cadence and mm-hmm. stuff. And you have people come into their trainings all the time and be like, Ryan. This shit works. And in does. the back of Ryan's mind, he's like, I know it works. I get it. <laughs> I, understand. I, I I love that you love that it works because and I know it works.
0: Raya in y Lopo which is the AI that's built in there, mm-hmm. I genuinely was under the impression when it started that there was somebody hired behind the scenes that was having <laughs> yeah, these good, conversations. Good, 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 good. That's how effective and smart that AI is that's talking on its behalf. So this person, sometimes, before I've ever talked with them, they've had a conversation with the AI, and then I'm going off of it and saying, hey, you spoke with Raya on our team and now all of a sudden, Raya is the whole person in the, a huge, in the conversation. It is It is
1: a huge point. And we always talk about it a lot with Raya. And we talk about it a lot with Lopo. And it's if you understand the concept of Raya and you understand the concept of the AI integration that Lopo has into the system and mm-hmm. leverage it out, because you understand it. But mm-hmm. normal agent that has... No idea about AI or technology in general. They're like, who the fuck is reaching out to my leadership? You're allowing
2: it it to do too much for you. Yes. Right. And it's always looking at the crutch. It's not a leverage. Yeah. It's not a leverage. It's a crutch. You brought a system Mm -hmm. in again. And when you said, okay, now that we have the system. What's going to happen? You know, what's the short term game that I don't have to really be involved in this? And I think what's amazing about us guys is there's a different things when you learn at, uh, at AI. There's automated AI, AI that's just gonna you know drip on them with all sorts of different kinds of random stuff. But what we like here is we like to set up our behavioral drips, right? Yeah. Because that's what Nikki's talking about. When somebody comes back to the website, then they're alerted from there. Not oh, we're just continuing the conversation, so she can then dive into there and base it off the conversation that Raya mm-hmm. already engaged with. That's hey, that's an assistant, just like. We use virtual partners, you know yeah. virtual partners are like an assistant guys. it's not going Changed to change my life <laughs> it'll change your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about
2: that though
0: <laughs> okay I'm not, I'm not kidding y'all when I, I I came from a place where I had to come up with it all myself and I had to make the time to do every step of the process as your ISA and having a VP which is my virtual partner. My VP's name is Vicente. He's the best person on the planet. Dude, I would not Vicente, be as successful Amory, Crystal, without goats. him. Seriously. Sorry, yeah, great. G-O-A-T all of them have done so much because they're they're malleable to learning the system. They're attending these meetings to stay strong, which is something that we want even agents to be doing. We want agents to be coming to their meetings and learning more. Mm-hmm. The VPs are dedicated to building up their strength and it's like all things, it's a muscle. The more that they do it, yes. the stronger they get it. And so if you don't work on it anymore, the muscle gets weaker. Well, Vicente has done more for me than I think even some of the other VPs has done where he is going full you know seven ten questions deep in the inbox having questions with leads and qualifying them so by the time that i'm on the phone i also have a launch pad to talk with them ahead of time so we're queuing everybody up a little further along that's a huge difference and guys
2: you're either investing in something like this or you're investing in you know technology that just doesn't make sense like yes ai can do a lot of these things but then if you don't understand the ai does it do anything for you right like i look at my clients a lot of times like hey you have to do it yourself and then add another person on and do it yourself again and then realize when you can turn technology on with it right and then have it take over for your business and i think that's a lot of the times we don't look at things like you know pillow and zillow right (laughs) different things everybody's (laughs) asking like why or, you know what happens in the beginning, guys? They nurture the lead, that's why they're taking a percentage from you, right? Yep. What Nikki's doing with the virtual partner to an ISA to the agent's the same thing, but we're keeping the money in house exactly. It's not. Yeah. And we're what's not better is anything. we're
0: getting more leads that way. An yes. agent doing that by themselves is eating up so much of their own time when they genuinely could have been out showing homes and closing their business. Work, their
2: dollar per hour. You so
1: know? It, it's actually super, super interesting that we're talking about this. And we were talking with Logan at uh happy hour the other day with the MREA model and like just that the book um, million dollar real estate yeah so with the book and basically saying well as you become an agent you become this big of an agent your first hire should be an admin and like you talk about that and you go down that path and you buy another that you're basically treating that same thing as an isa position you basically get so big as an isa that you can't be everywhere at once in a massive database so Mm -hmm. how do you do that you hire an admin Mm -hmm. you train that admin you build that admin up to be that next person for you to do all these things for you so you're basically treating it as from the ISA point of view, but the MRA model, which is great. It's it's super interesting to see, and what you've made out of it has really just allowed you to excel at what you do. Because you were only, as you said, you are like, man, how am I going to get three appointments a day? I was now terrified. you're setting fucking five to ten a day. And you're like, this shit is easy. But
0: you got, Travis really got me there. Because when I started, I was such a control freak. And I really believed that since I had done well by yeah. myself, I was afraid I to that. add <laughs> anything to that system. I was I was terrified. Yeah, I did, yeah. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, you know who would crush that? Vicente would crush that. <laughs> you know what could be done? And, and that makes your ISA... A bigger asset as well so trusting you you always have to be aware of what you're asking of somebody but trust that person that you're asking to do it very very well and Mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest difference
2: and it's almost like a triangle. i look at it as a triangle i think the most important i think the agents up here and then you have the ISA and the transaction coordinator, yes. right? So when you're looking at the MREA, yeah, the first hire is always looking at the transaction coordinator, which is important. But guys, then it's looking at the next person that can help leverage you with your business, with, yes. with talking to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I want to go back a little bit to the Y Lopal piece because yep. you guys were going in. <laughs> and I loved it because it was like, hey, I don't even have to speak about this, at least what I little bits that I'm saying. And guys, a lot of the times when you're looking at these technologies is there's a, there's a general net that's casted out that you were talking about, the uh, li- initial listing alert property search that's sent out to email but a lot of times guys you have to realize how many emails are being used about a lot of these consumers right so an email being sent out they might get to it in three four five days or even longer and never even open it up or it even goes into a spam inbox that they never see it at all Mm -hmm. so being able to go a little deeper and understanding your technology of hey when you're going out and seeking a technological tool as an agent it's like hey okay I, i can do that but what else can I do? Yeah. Um, and what else can I do? And yep. you
0: know what Wylopo did that I it was in under ten minutes, a new lead had come in, they had given a phone number. The number is not a good number. Lopo had already prompted it, asked it and got a new phone number yep. from that person that it was accurate. Something. And did all of that before I was able to get to the phone, which is way valuable. I'm spending 15 minutes on a phone call when an ISA is unable to get to that immediate next lead. Why Lopo is literally taking care of it. And that's the that's the balance between is it a crutch or is it a resource. But in that situation, it's a huge resource. Yeah, so.
1: and the, and the cool thing is, and we say it a lot, is... There is such a thing as too much automation. If you do this, if you have that mindset of too much automation, you're really going to hurt yourself. And we have, and bless Alan's heart, but when Alan came on with Canary, he was just like, hey, how the fuck do I turn on, how do I turn on everything. everything? How do I turn on all the AI for everything? I want them all to talk to you. We like, had hey, to see
2: him see the steps of Which, sometimes the struggle. of like, Exactly. 6,000 leads, he's like, yeah, I got it. You're good. And then he's like, this is too much. I don't but even know what the hell's going on. I was on. <laughs> talking
1: to their, uh, their director of ops, Emma, and she was basically saying, she was like, Alan's fucking crushing it. Like and the it's kind of it's a bad thing at the same time because Alan, when anybody asks Alan, how are you crushing? He's like, Oh, and J- Jeffany. Like yep. the Canary Virtual the Partners is yep. going through my database. And they're like, what the fuck, Alan? Why can't I have them go through mine? I'm like, yeah. you can. We just got to tell them. And, and being so, able to let go. And that, yeah, you got to yeah. be able to let go.
2: It's it's a scarce mindset, which mm-hmm. is what we're starting to see. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it is super interesting. But mm-hmm. I guys, love it. And guys, that's when looking at the, you know, the size of the database, like, Ryan, how am I ever going to get around to 9,000 leads? How am I ever going to get around to 5,000 leads? Like, this is what we're talking about here. And you guys are always asking, like, we need, like, how do we do this? Well, we're giving you some things that you have to dive in but again i keep saying you have to have a foundation and understand it yourself when i dove in with clients they go ryan i've never hired a virtual partner i said we'll start doing what a virtual partner would do and then understand that and then be like i can't do this anymore right because then you're like i i have to be out with my dollar per hour as an agent i need to be doing these things but i know now i've set the accountability because a lot of them is the accountability level of what do i hold them to what do i give them you give them what you did, yep. right? And you, you reiterate and You a, have to spend the time to do that. It's yep. so
0: important that the agents, I think the step for agents is like, I'm, it, agents who are very successful are like, I'm so busy. I got so much going on. This is equally yeah. as important as a, an appointment. Yeah. This, is, this requires the amount of time to put aside to do it well because when that piece is established and you have it in place, you're going to propel your business that much further. And it works. The system that y'all have is monumental. It's night and day from what I was doing before. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that.
1: My, my head in a fucking... Oh, my gosh. I love crisis. it. Brain <laughs> well, that, works. Yeah, yeah, my <laughs> brain works. I got something going for me. Um, no, it, and then going back to the whole, like, automations of things, and we talk about it a lot with, like, speed delete, using leverage and pieces like that, and, like, we use things like texting Betty and call action and stuff, but... As you were saying, Wai does a great job of grabbing that information and capturing it first and basically before you even had a chance, you already got the good information because Wai does some crazy yep. shit on the back end. Yep. It scrubs things and it like grabs things for
2: you that you didn't uh, even need. Also, you know, shopping for your clients like on Facebook, guys, like, yeah. like you're looking at a lot of these services, like how does it get how do we get them away from the portal? Hey, my client keeps going to Zillow, my client keeps going to Realtor.com and sending me these listings in, but I don't want that listing to go to another agent. Yep. You know, I'm nervous about that. How do I continue to keep coming into my world? And it's like the more proactiveness that you do and the deeper you go with these systems and understanding these systems, guys, like don't be afraid to set yourself up as a lead, right? Like you learned probably what Ylopo was, like we (laughs) talked about our first episode that Travis came in as a lead because you start to recognize, hey, these are the emails that are sent out. This is why this is happening. Also, you talked about it big in my meeting yesterday was like, hey guys, sometimes these things are set up to get a reaction from somebody Mm -hmm. right they're not always supposed to be perfect because then it's supposed to be us as the expert behind you know an inside sales agent or a real estate agent that you're the expert that's taking this person down the journey that they really need to be you know following no
1: dude i mean i say and it's it's funny because it's i would rather have someone yell at me blue in the fucking face and being like this doesn't fucking work or like this is the wrong value of my home or like the search the properties you're sending me aren't my fucking criteria it's like i'd rather than say that than say nothing mm-hmm. because i yeah. can build i can build off of hey i understand it's the wrong search must have been something on the back end let me fix that for you or actually tell me your
2: specifics and i'll set mm-hmm. it up i know this is actually the 50th email i've sent you mm-hmm. so i appreciate you finally responding even if it's not perfect i've seen agents like send something and a lead goes like what did you just send me and it's like hey at least Dude, do like amen and they're like what I, else are you looking for i will
1: literally send people a blank text and basically yeah. say hey Take a look at these properties and let me know what you think. And it will have nothing. And they'll be like, <laughs> like what, Beg, what yeah. properties? Where would you send them? I'm like,
0: "Perfect." oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, it's like,
1: oh, you're not, <laughs> you're not seeing these? There's got to be something wrong on my end. Tell me a little bit, though. I have it set up to this, this, and this. Is that it? And they're like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Now I send him the link. But mm-hmm. I got him. I got him. That's mm-hmm. my whole thought mm-hmm. process. You know?
0: and, and talking about got him, it just made me think about like what you were saying was like we're trying we're trying to we're trying to get to a point where the person's going to respond and we just need to either get them to text back, get them an email back, or get them to stay on the phone with us longer. One of the things that that made me think about is with Follow Up Boss, there is an area on Follow Up Boss that Brivity didn't have where it gives you the social information of a person. You can <laughs> find their LinkedIn. You can find their Twitter. You can find their Facebook, their first name, their last name. Yeah. So Literally, in those 30 seconds before somebody picks up on a phone call, I am scrolling through their socials trying to find little information, and I am using those tidbits very quickly. Hey, hey, so and so. Looks to me like um, you're looking at properties here in Myrtle Beach, but currently living in New York, you paying those crazy taxes. Bingo, that's yep. item number one. Item number two, hey, your name looked familiar, and I thought that I went ahead and Googled you because I thought you were so-and-so. It turns out that you own this window business. We do so much work with windows, blah, blah, blah. Now we're in a conversation where we're giving them value, and maybe yep. we could do work in the future, but that's not why I'm calling. I actually wanted to see what had you looking, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All of those things keep people on the phone because now you talk to them like a person for a little longer. Mm-hmm. Using that little social aspect has saved me in conversations.
1: Yep, just leveraging out pieces using technology that you have around you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's fantastic. So that's, that's
2: what we come to in the conclusion, guys, is that you, you leverage the systems again that you're using. You find ways to go deeper with these systems. These systems aren't just created because they're you know that's there to be there. There's things that you can take and actionable things that you can take when using these systems. Um, and being able to give people what they came to get sometimes. I think that's the thing that we overlook sometimes, is that with automation, we put them in front of like, an action plan or a drip campaign that's like everything about our team and exactly every that we've accomplished but they still have never even talked to you yet. yeah you know what i mean like yep. that's maybe important to put around them once you have the conversation and knowing that hey i know you're not buying for a year but i want you mm-hmm. to see what we do in the community now now you can put something around them sometimes mm-hmm. you know but shoving it up in their face all the time then they don't even know where to go it's like i came here just to look well allow them to look people love looking at homes mm-hmm. like that's the thing of real estate it's really enjoyable but then they go and talk to their wife or their husband and like we're not going to do that it's like you know, yep. it changes, nope.
1: So I agree. Well, Nikki, do you have anything else you want to say? Yeah,
0: um, in conclusion, I just wanted to say, you know, it, it, I understand that maybe as a first time listener, you might feel overwhelmed hearing about all these different systems and all of the things that are in place and feel like I don't even know where to begin. What we really believe as a team and what we've seen is you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to take yeah. that next step. And that's what Canary is. That's what these systems are. You don't have to get it all right. but. For you to be able to grow, you have to choose every time to take that piece, that thing that's going to get you a little further, and do it. Live in a place of action. Do like something. It. Seriously. Do, do
1: something. Well, Nikki, I appreciate it. I really do appreciate thanks you being here. Now that guys. you're moving here, we're going to have you on here quite a bit. Yeah. So, um Well, anyway, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, see you guys next time because I think we're going to talk about sphere of influence leads, company generated leads, and probably just, probably just different that leads. That there is gener- no difference in them and you <laughs> just need to convert them. So at the end of the day, so appreciate everybody.